0: Nigga, way back. Way James on with the range on me nigga. Way back. Way. Homie star switching lanes. I thought we went way back.
1: Way back. Cheers to um, Slim and Nay. New episode of Slim and Nay. Episode one, that is. How you doing? My name is Nay. I'm Slim. And this is Slim and Nay. We're doing a podcast. Uh, this is obviously by us, for you. It's gonna be about sports, music, business. Everything in between. Today we're focusing more so on sports. But uh, yeah, we're here. And again, we're here for you.
0: Slim? (laughs) All right. Just to give you guys like a quick breakdown of um, who I am. Uh, Born in Bahamas, raised in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Lauderdale, stand up. Um, I'm a huge Miami Heat fan. Uh, A really huge, huge Dwayne Wade fan. Kind of sad that it's his final year. But I'm going to be at a few of the games this year to make sure I send my boy off right. Um, I'm a huge Patriots fan also. Y- yeah, I know. Patriots fan. <laughs> uh, I hate the Dolphins. Uh, even though I live here, it's like they're like the worst team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> huge Tom Brady fan. Um, yeah, so those are my two favorite sports. I really am not too interested in like baseball or soccer or anything like that it's mainly football and uh, basketball for me what about you Sean
1: yeah I'm from uh, I originate from Pennsylvania I've been residing down here for the last few years now and uh, I think my teams will show for the most part that you know I'm I'm a hometown boy <laughs> I'm, I'm a Sixers fan ride or die I've been with them since Allen Iverson and you know, that 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 uh, championship run we had, unfortunately, we ran into a buzzsaw that is Kobe. the L.A. Lakers and Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal, but that is neither here nor there. Uh, however, that is, yes, my team. I am a Sixers fan. I am a Philadelphia Phillies fan, Philadelphia Flyers fan. I like to see the Eagles do well. However, we're going to bring it back down to Florida and for the NFL— I'm a Buccaneers guy. Oh, this guy. And that just comes from being at a young age. I was I was fascinated with their running backs work done and Mike Allstott and that defense. Luckily got a got a chip out of them. Unfortunately I don't have as many as you do with the Patriots. But <laughs> all uh, we do is win, win, win. Yeah, I got a little bragging right. So <laughs> that's you know that that's our team, So, you know, that's that's who we stand beside. However, we again are huge sports guys and and huge fans of a lot of different things. But when it comes to sports, and you hear us talking, those are the teams that we're gonna kind of kind of stand behind, and and we will uh, go to the ends of the earth with, I guess. Yeah. You you um, ride or die. Ride or die, absolutely. So now, Slim, you know, we already let the let the people know that th- this one's gonna be about sports. So we might as well get right into it. We had a bunch of great games in the playoffs over the weekend uh we're getting into the nfl you know the, the conference championship games yeah. um what were some of your thoughts on i guess the afc games that happened you know, you're a patriots guy so let me in on a little you know your thoughts on the patriots chargers and then going forward you know the upcoming battle
0: i'm not gonna lie i was definitely a bit surprised uh, <laughs> i thought the chargers were gonna put up a Hell of a fight um, against the Patriots. I was s- completely baffled by their uh, <laughs> lack of uh, offense that game. Um, it was kind of crazy. They they didn't score like for the first two quarters. Um, Patriots already had like a thirty-five to like seven lead. It was bad. <laughs> it was definitely very bad. Uh, no, it was crazy. I I expected the Chargers to do at least better, especially with Melvin Gordon and their like offense. I thought they would do a hell of a lot better, but, you know, the Patriots won like they should have. Um, I had no doubt they would win, but at the same time, like I said, I thought the Chargers would put up a hell of a um, better fight than that. Um, what did you think about that game?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Patriots are a juggernaut through and through as as much as everyone, including myself, hates to admit it. Uh, <laughs> you know, even to a fan like yourself, I'm sure you hear it all the time about how, Tom Brady this, Bill Belichick that, right? About how um, they cheat all the time. How they you cheat know. all the time, right? But you know, at the end of the day, they are a, a, a great football team uh, and they had they had the Chargers number as they do. You know, I guess what is it now? Philip Rivers is it's 8 and 0. Yeah, oh, well, O and 8. He's oh and 8. Yeah, Tom Brady is 8 and 0 against Philip Rivers and we kinda saw it coming, but I thought it was gonna be one of those kind of any given Sunday moments where maybe they could do you know, do the deed, but unfortunately after that first quarter and then especially at halftime when it was thirty five seven, there's no looking back from that. Even though they didn't even score really in the second half, they had they done the a nut damage. The there. game
0: ended like forty one twenty eight or something like that, but Right.
1: Right. <laughs> but when you get out when you, when you dig yourself in that much of a hole being the Chargers, it's yeah. it's tough. It
0: wasn't even a real competition.
1: Not at all. I will say a bright spot I did enjoy in that game though is uh, Rivers did hit Gates for a touchdown at the end of that game and uh, maybe that's their last one as yeah, a, true, they, they're true. a crazy combo. True, been around for a while. So
0: and I remember we did speak about it. Uh, I did say Sonny Michelle was going to have a big game and this is true. It, it came <laughs> into fruition. <laughs> it came to fruition. Three
1: touchdowns in the first half. There's no denying that. Yeah. Now the the team that they're going to play. Uh, this upcoming weekend in the in the AFC Championship game, the Chiefs. You know they handle business against the Colts. I know that was a yeah. a sloppy game, you would say. I mean, I know it was snowing like crazy
0: in Kansas City before the game. I, I wouldn't say came it down a little bit, but I I wouldn't say it's a sloppy game. It was probably more like a like a just grind it out kind of game. Um, I didn't expect the Colts offense to be that bad to begin with. Right, but. Hey, when you play under under that kind of circumstance, it's kind of crazy how it's kind of not crazy, but like kind of like unfamiliar territory how the game right. might come out. Um, but I didn't expect Patrick Mahomes to play so good, actually. Um, Which he's like, been doing you know, all year, Saturday. you know what? Fifty touchdown passes. Yeah, but playoffs. You think it would be a different situation for him? But it ended up being like he ended up coming out winning. The, I mean. And yeah, he ended up coming out winning the game. So I was kinda I was kinda surprised. I thought definitely this is Andrew Luck's year, especially the way he came back from a O and five season. Absolutely. It's kinda mm-hmm. crazy how um uh, it just ended abruptly like that. I thought they would definitely have came out winning.
1: Absolutely, and he missed last year, right? So he comes back, they struggled in the beginning, everyone's probably like, Oh yeah, this is here we go. Yeah. It's over. But they made a run out of it, you know, and that defense with the rookie, uh what Darius Leonard, I believe, linebacker yeah. tackling all year. He's been all over the field, led the league in tackles, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. as a rookie, which is crazy. And then you got Luck, and then unfortunately, the, the Luck ran out.
0: It's crazy because actually the Chiefs defense actually showed why um, uh, Justin Houston, I think. Justin Houston. Okay, yeah. Uh, the defensive end for yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs, he would, he really showed why he they paid him that, money, that yeah. uh, huge contract. Like a few years ago, so they really showed up. I thought the coast defense would do a lot better, but you know how it is playing Patrick Mahomes. So, unfortunately, not. Uh, <laughs> I will say this though. Oh I'm, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how it is. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Um,
1: being a Bucks fan, sometimes it's uh, it's a little tough, you know. Yeah. You and guys don't I, get
0: that far, so yeah.
1: And I was was pulling for the Colts. (laughs) Um, Also, I I do like to touch on bright spots because, you know, you can't take something away from every game, even that being a loss. Uh, And the season in general is Eric Ebron. I feel like he, you know, kind of his career had a resurgence because he was, you know, people kind of wrote him off. He's a big athletic guy, but he wasn't doing his thing too much in Detroit. No, that's
0: true. That's true. I picked him up in fantasy. It's funny. I picked him up in fantasy and he best tight end this year so it was just crazy like him and kelsey were the two best tight ends this year absolutely and i i just picked him up because i was like oh he's the last tight end available on the board let me just scoop him up before i'm out of options uh, (laughs) options basically (laughs) i had greg olson and i picked up him and he turned out to be the better player this year so i'm happy for him actually i think and uh, for the next few years, he's going to be a tight end to reckon with him and um, him and Travis Scott. I mean, I said Travis Scott. Travis Kelsey. Travis Scott. <laughs> Travis Scott. I, I listened to too much Travis. I'm over here thinking about Travis Scott instead of Travis Kelsey. We
1: were just listening to a little Astro World before this, you know, uh, pregame in the green room. So <laughs> forgive us. But, yeah, so I, I just – I needed to touch on that because I think he had a great year. And I almost, you know, I, I completely almost wrote him off. I thought – this guy was a bust. I had him a couple years in fantasy. Yeah. Didn't do it for me. Glad he's back now.
0: You want to take care of the, the NFC here? Yeah, What's definitely. going on with that? Um, so what, did you th- what do you think of the uh, Rams versus Saints?
1: Rams versus Saints, I was really high on the Rams going in to, you know, as they, they hosted the, the Cowboys and yeah. they took care of business. Now did I foresee both of their running backs, or let's just say two running backs, two players, Rushing for over 100 yards, yards, I didn't. You know, girly, that's expected, right? Yeah. But CJ Anderson, again, another career resurgence, I believe, because... He was cut twice this year. Cut no. twice this year.
0: Won by Carolina, and, and I forget what the well, other was. Well, he got hurt
1: with the Broncos. He got hurt with the so Broncos. So I, I don't know if he ever panned out,
0: like, if he never... Did he, he suit up for the Broncos this year? He, no, he... So... He moved. To, he switched to Carolina. He yeah. got hurt for the Broncos. Switched to Carolina. Right. Um, Carolina let him go or released him, I believe, and sent him to another team. I forget what that other team is, but yeah, I'm not sure. Sent him to another team. He didn't play for the other team. Gets released and ends up with the Los Angeles Rams. And yeah. all of a sudden, there, yeah, <laughs> running for a hundred yards. <laughs> Plays a couple games at the end of the year. I know they gave Gurley some rest, yeah. and
1: then now he's in the playoffs. Scored he scored two touchdowns, yeah, right? He scored two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. I a think buck he, thirty something yeah. maybe?
0: Like It's crazy how this happens and he's not even gonna get a big contract next year. He'll probably be waived again and then <laughs> maybe watch go out from the team league. to team again. It's just it's just crazy how somebody that's obviously really good can be easily um thrown off of a roster uh, so easily. Um what about uh what did you think about the Saints versus um Saints
1: versus Eagles. The Eagles, you know, I did mention it earlier. I still pull for the Eagles, especially if they're not playing the Bucs. Bucks usually out of contention, unfortunately. Uh, again, hometown hometown guy. So the Eagles, I was pulling for them. A little Foles magic. Yeah. It didn't happen. You know, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, you, uh, you can't you blame that the game on just, just on him because they got blanked for three
0: quarters. Yeah, but... This catch is ball. when that Foles magic happens. Like this yeah. is his prime spot. I think foe's throwing him that ball at that very moment. If he caught it, they'd win the game. Yeah, that's what I honestly believe. Because Foles magic is fourth quarter. <laughs> like he gives you the game in the fourth quarter. And if Ashon Jeffries catches that ball and it's not an interception, they end up winning that game and going on to the probably the Super Bowl. But right, he drops like what. That's his, like, third drop this entire season. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah looking
1: at some of those stats, I think we uh, Hopkins had, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, one drop all year. That is a, an amazing stat considering how many targets he's getting. Yeah. Like, to drop one ball. So even when you see or you hear Alshon Jeffrey, that was his third drop, which is still ridiculous. Like, uh, it's it's tough. You know, I, I do feel for him, but at the end of the day, that's the game, right? So the Saints capitalized on that as as they did with some other things. and. <laughs>
0: It's funny, the cameras were on him all game after, well, after the game, and I'm surprised they didn't catch him actually, like, crying on the field. It was just like, you know, the cameras just (laughs) on him on the sideline, making sure they capture every single moment of uh, Alshon Jeffries, and it's like, (laughs) hey, he's a bigger man than me, because I probably would have cried on the sideline, probably just shed a tear or something. He he kept his composure,
1: and and speaking of, you know, that that play there, that last play... um... He he dropped the he 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 looked like he was gonna catch it and then he kind of looked to see where he was gonna go and ironically enough the the linebacker that was gonna meet him is Alex Anzalone number forty seven on the Saints he's actually a hometown boy myself he went to school yeah (laughs) you you knew it was coming you knew it was coming I was like this guy must be important but (laughs) he's just he uh... he went to school at at my alma mater why missing and he played ball with my brother. Went on to Florida, played down here, Cosbo, he was a Gator, yeah. and then has since gone on to play with the Saints, but now he's going to the um, NFC Championship game, a chance to put, compete with the, you know, for a super, a super Bowl championship, and playing with Breeze, which is... So who uh, do you amazing.
0: have, Rams or Saints?
1: I'm going to go with the Rams, though. I'm riding them, I'm, I'm very high on them, and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of salty that the Saints knocked off the birds. Um, because I did, you know, you and I had a couple picks we made last week, and, and I, I, I chose the Eagles over the Saints, so yeah. I'm gonna, and I chose the Rams over the Boys, so I'm going to go Rams over Saints. We're going to ride that offense, and hopefully Goff
0: can throw a touchdown pass this week because he did <laughs> yeah, have a he goose egg uh, last week. Did you see what Marcus Peters said about um, Sean Payton? What did he say about Sean Payton? He was, uh, he actually, um, I guess Sean Payton had... Um, I guess said something about their team or whatever and right. he was just like he can't like wait to see them this weekend to like shut up Sean Payton and I'm just like, yo and to me Marcus Peters is a gangster. Like <laughs> I seen him in one of the uh one of the actual like uh, a confrontation with a fan. He was just like he walked up to the fan and was like, What set you from? And I'm just yeah, like, yeah. Yo, this man's about to fight a fan for so, gangbanging out here. So he's about that life, Yeah. Apparently. Nah. <laughs> He's really about that life. I'm just like, yo he well, almost fought Amari Cooper on um versus Dallas too. Oh yeah, good. you're right. And then what
1: happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh later in that possession, didn't Amari Cooper score a yeah, touchdown? He scored yeah, a touchdown. So I But
0: think- after the game when he took off his helmet, he pushed Amari Cooper's face when they're about to when he was coming to shake his hand and I'm just like, Yo, yeah, this man is really like he holds grudges for real Isn't
1: that um a cousin or a uh, close friend of Mar- Marshawn Lynch, Lynch. so I, that doesn't surprise me. I know Marshawn Lynch is about that life, and <laughs> yeah. I was upset I didn't get to see him much this year because I know he's battling injuries, but...
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So, I, I got the Rams. Uh, are you... I'm going with the Saints. Rams-Saints, so you're going to go with the Saints, yeah. and then And then we did confirm, I mean, I'm pulling for the Chiefs in the AFC. What a, I don't know about you. I don't know if we actually really um, laid that down on the line.
0: Uh... I'm a Patriots fan. This is why I asked. This is why I asked. <laughs> but I think the Chiefs pull it off. I think the Chiefs pull it off.
1: I saw a funny meme with uh, Patrick Mahomes where it was like, uh, I don't care if it's Tom Brady, Slim Shady, uh, <laughs> Tracy McGrady. <laughs> I'm taking the goat out.
0: <laughs> nah, he's he's the real deal. He's I believe the in him. the real. real deal.
1: I, I do. I, I think it, regardless of what's going to happen – uh, I think it's the GOAT versus potentially one of the next GOATs, right? Um, and Patrick Mahomes, he's had a hell of a start to his career. So it's going to be an amazing game, And but I am pulling for the sheets as well. So we, yeah, we, we will agree on that one now.
0: One thing I wanted to ask you, though, um, Foles magic is over. <laughs> uh, what fun. will happen with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz this year? So who, who, what, do, I, what do you think is going to happen? What's going to happen?
1: I, I mean, I believe it's a situation of almost like who do you keep because is there really room for both? Even though it's worked for the last two years for the yeah, most yeah. part, Nick Foles comes in in relief of, of Wentz, which is now is like, the question is, is Wentz just an injury-prone good quarterback? Like, I, <laughs> uh, like a Sam Bradford? When Bradford's healthy, healthy Bradford he, he puts up great numbers, but he never stays healthy. Is it True. one of those things? Um, you can't keep both. It almost looks like Foles has already signed off. Like, you know, he had to sign out. Um, he gave everything he had to the city. Yeah. He already left once, came back. You know, what are we talking about now? LeBron, MJ, <laughs> Heck, you know, <laughs> making the comeback. He's putting up, up
0: LeBron numbers. Right? 70% completion.
1: Here's, here's dis- what yeah. I'd say. Uh, again, there's nothing, I, I have no problems with Carson Wentz, but I believe that you have the best chance of winning with Nick Foles. As a quarterback, I think the team believes in Nick Foles right now more than they do Carson Wentz.
0: Is it more regular season winning, or are we talking about playoff winning? Because he he's not playing in the playoffs, so uh, I think God. I just honestly think like um, it's a difficult situation because it's like it's like your girlfriend, like your girlfriend would be dating like the nice the nice guy across the street, which is Carson Wentz. But Nick Foles pulls up the bad boy the who, bad boy. who does everything really, like, crazy and wild. And you guys are living life on the edge, having a good time. And But you got the nice Carson Wentz on this side, and he really takes care of you. And you know this, is, this will be, like, my financial stability. He's everything that you need in a man. But... When you get on Nick Fuller's side, it's like, oh, I'll take you where you need to go, baby. It's like, it's kind of crazy. I just think, yeah. like, I don't know. Carson it's...
1: Wentz will have your, uh, have your daughter home by... Uh, <laughs> by 10 o'clock. Yeah,
0: 10 o'clock. it gets to the point where it's just like, it's it's a difficult decision. But you got to go with uh, Wentz. He's the younger quarterback at the moment. Yeah, He's... very true. Hopefully his injuries stop, but... We never know. Yeah, I wish
1: him the best as well. And I think he's a great, great player, great person. But, uh, again, I'm on – I'm with Fullest Magic. You're going Wentz. We will, you know, stay tuned with that one. So, Mm -hmm. we shall see now. Keeping with the um, the NFL – NFL? Trend, theme, whatever, what have you. Kyler Murray comes out today, tweets – I've just entered my name. You know, I'm,
0: I'm entering the NFL draft. Kyler Murray, first round draft pick. He's going number one. He's going number one. I, th- I think if Arizona is picking number one, Kyler Murray goes number one to Arizona. Wow. Mark my words. I said it here. I said it first. Kyler Murray goes number one to Arizona if Arizona has the number one draft pick.
1: So if the Giants had the number one draft pick. Is that, are we going with the quarterback, uh, Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State? Or are we going in a different direction? They already got their superstar in the making, running back, Saquon Barkley. They got the, the, the wide receiver. You know how good OBJ. that would
0: look? Kyler Murray, OBJ. On paper looks amazing. It looks amazing on paper. Um, I don't know who they go with. To be honest, I think they should go with Kyler Murray too. Right. But, because I think that would be like a three-headed monster, especially Absolutely. with Shepard as a slot also. It's like a three-headed monster, but they'll probably go with a dumb pick. And there. Ingram at tight end. Ingram's Ingram a at tight end. That, that'll be crazy. But obviously they're going to go with the more rational pick, and that's probably Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, right. Um, but I would definitely, if I were the Giants, I'd choose Kyler Murray. Kyler That'd Murray. And, blockbuster.
1: And you already think... Regardless, Kyler Murray is, is going to go to the
0: Cardinals if the Cardinals take number one. Did now, did you hear what? Um, I don't know if you heard, but what their coach said when he was um, coaching Texas Tech. He said, "If I had the number one draft pick, I would choose Kyler Murray." I didn't hear that. Either. No, that's, that's the only reason why I believe in it. I think Kyler Murray is going number one to Arizona. Okay. Uh,
1: All right. I mean, I, I said I, it first. Remember I'm that. hearing.
0: I'm hearing, and this is even the big debate. We might be
1: getting ahead of ourselves. You mm-hmm. know, I'm hearing second, third round pick. But, I'm, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. NFL, MLB. Now, he has some time to withdraw because you know the A's. He was drafted by the Oakland A's. Yeah. He has some time to to withdraw his name out of the, the NFL draft, the NFL combine, and pursue his MLB career. So, that's still on the table. He just is in consideration now. So, that's the big question. What's his future like? What is he going to do?
0: Um. Personally I think he should go to the NFL. Um the only reasoning why is that I feel as though he actually loves the NFL more than he actually likes to play um baseball. Right. Now obviously the money may be different uh long term yeah. in baseball. But in short actually in short term, uh NFL money is a lot um I said I would say a lot faster yeah. uh, to get he probably get a 20 million dollar contract in three four years yeah uh he might still be in the minor leagues when he's (laughs) in three or four years yeah so it's like you probably get your uh nfl money a hell of a lot faster especially if he's drafted first round he's getting way more than he'd get in the minor leagues and i I was seeing like something like his current contract is like four million dollars in the minor leagues that's over a three or four year span already right so you gotta think about it, man. I just think, especially if you love playing football, I just think you should go with football. He he was drafted top ten baseball. Like he's the he's, 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 but he's I don't good. think the baseball
1: drafts. I never really understood yeah, it. It's yeah, weird to me. I it's don't understand, understand to me, it. But I'm at not... the
0: same time, I don't. I I don't also like it. Like yeah. he was drafted uh, top ten, but he goes to the minor league. Right, right. <laughs> that that doesn't even make sense to me. You. When, in all the other sports, if you're drafted top 10, you go directly to the team and you play for that team. But in baseball, you have to go through a vetting process almost. So he might not even completely make it onto uh, Oakland A's roster. Like this is true. That doesn't make sense to me. What do, me what, do, what do you think? I'm torn on this too. I
1: mean, I'm going to give you two tidbits of info and mm-hmm. I'll give you my side. Dion Sanders, I read, said he should pick up that baseball bat. And never look back. And he was a guy who played both. He played professional baseball, professional football. You know, he was obviously a, g- a great NFL player, but he played for the Braves. He played for the Reds. He played his MLB. He did his duty, and he did both. I didn't know did Both said that. As did Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. Bo Jackson did both. Um, obviously, they're all different kind of beasts, right, yeah. in their own regard. But he said, I w- if I were him, I would just pick up the bat and, and leave football behind. So whatever that means, maybe that's that, mm-hmm. that's that. Uh, long term, like health, maybe you know, the long term money kind of thing. Whether maybe the the football would be kind of maybe faster money. Yeah. Secondly, let's think about Tim Tebow. Maybe he goes that route. He comes into the NFL, he wows us for a little bit, and then he fizzles out potentially, and then he he can fall back on baseball. And that's what I almost
0: rather him do. Go to the NFL, fizzle out. And if he does, fall yeah. Fall back on baseball. Right. Because you can always go back to baseball. You can't go back to the NFL. Yes. That's a lot tougher as you get older, <laughs> uh, at, Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I'd rather him do it that way. Um, look at Russell Wilson. Like, he's yeah. a perfect example. They're almost of the same stature. Russell Wilson's probably a little bit taller than yeah. him. Yeah. But Russell Wilson made it. Kyler Murray can do the same thing, right. I personally believe. And if it doesn't work out, go to the. Right. Major League Baseball, go yeah. and get easy money like, for a few years. You know what I'm saying? I just think Kyler Murray is a baller right now. You put him on the New York Giants, you put him on the Cardinals, as long as they have Larry Fitzgerald, <laughs> uh, and he will make any team better immediately. I believe in that. Based off what I saw in the college football
1: uh, playoffs when he didn't give up, when Alabama was smacking him around and he put up a fight all the way to the end, which could have been his last football game. Yeah. His last college game, right? Yeah. I believe in him and I saw a lot of Russell Wilson in him. And I think I see a lot more like potential because I think he's like tapping into it a lot sooner than maybe Russell did. So yeah. like I love I like that option too. Let's let's see him go to the NFL, test those waters, and then I think he could always fall back on baseball, even if he rubs the A's the wrong way a little bit by yeah. you know I
0: just think he's 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 I think he's primed for this. I think this is his moment. He should he should chase what he loves. Um, let's get into some NBA, though. Love uh, me some NBA. You already know that. 2K all day. 2K. But he just lost that. Just just letting Good. the audience know. He lost. <laughs> let it let be known. If we go back in time, I probably have a winning
1: record against this guy in 2K. He might give me that, but I did take him out in Madden. So, hey... You know, we'll take it. We'll you take a it. we'll take a one and one tonight. You know, usually I'm taking it in two K tonight he got me. I you know I'll give it to him. But yeah, let's get into so, some NBA and uh I think the MVP talk, right?
0: Yeah, so in all seriousness, who do you think the MVP is gonna be? Come on now. Houston Rockets
1: James Harden Fear the Beard. That's why everyone's rocking beards now. Yeah, you're disrespectful. <laughs> this you're man, listen to me now. Okay. This man, within, the, within a month, let's say, let's call it the last month, especially since Chris Paul's out, Eric Gordon. Now we just find Clint Capella's going to be out for a little while. This man, 40 points, 9 assists, 7 boards within a month, within the last month. That is ridiculous. And then if you go for the season averages of 33 Eight assists, five boards, and add those two steals because I know everyone says Harden doesn't play defense. Whether those are opportunity steals, whatever,
0: this man deserves the MVP. Give it to him. So, so why does so why give he, it to him back to back? <laughs> so why does he deserve it? What what what's the main reason why he deserves it? I'll give this, I'll give this to you. If you if you're saying triple double, Russell Wilson's averaging a triple double. If you're saying Russell rec- Wilson's if, not averaging a triple double, I, mean, I mean Russell, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell, we just came off of Russell Wilson. But Russell Westbrook is averaging a triple-double. Okay. Uh, I love me some Brody. Oklahoma Oklahoma City has a better record than Houston right now. Paul George should win Defensive Player of the Year. And he has 26 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, and averaging 2 steals a game. You can't tell me. Harden deserves MVP nods over Paul George or even Russell Westbrook. I'm about to say Russell Wilson again. Russell Westbrook? Come on. Come on, man. That's the
1: last time before we can talk about the Thunder and Russell Westbrook. We can't talk about Russell Wilson beforehand because this man will call (laughs) Russell Westbrook and Russell Wilson each other.
0: Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Russell
1: Wilson. (laughs) Russell Westbrook. Um, Listen here. I agree, PG's having a career year, and he deserves to be in the conversation, but he is not the MVP of the National Basketball Association ever since you asked me why James Harden deserves to be the MVP. Chris Paul goes down, and they're playing top teams. He's, they're 8-3. They have skyrocketed from the bottom of the West to the middle of the West. I know they're not near the top, because that's for another discussion, but... He is carrying that team back into the, the conversation. Come on. He's the most valuable player to that team <laughs> and to the league right now, barring LeBron James. Because I think LeBron James could win the MVP every year if we really thought about this.
0: What does most valuable player mean to you? The most valuable what, what player. What does it mean to you? Give me an example of a most, most valuable team. Most valuable to me means... If I take this person off of this team at this very moment, they sink completely. You think the Houston Rockets, in all honesty, are completely nothing without James Harden? Or do you think he just hogs the ball so much that they look like they're nothing without him? I agree. He dribbles a lot.
1: He dribbles a lot to get his points, whereas Klay Thompson will take five dribbles and score the same amount. I get that. However, you look at James Harden... If he went out instead of Gordon, instead of Paul, instead of Capella. what can you saying this. <laughs> if he goes out, if James Harden goes out instead of Paul. Chris Paul carries the
0: team. Chris. I love Chris, Chris Paul. Chris Paul carries the team to the playoffs. Did you not see what he did in lo- with the Los Angeles Clippers? I saw it.
1: Okay, then. And I also see Blake Griffin on that team and DeAndre Jordan. And but the what, list goes and, on.
0: And what is Blake Griffin doing in Detroit right now? He's just stinking up the place. Stinking, <laughs> stinking up, the place. up the place. What's their record? They can't even win. They can't even win. Chris... Everybody needs Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the reason why the Clippers were winning. As soon as Chris Paul stepped away, the Clippers lost. And they had Blake Griffin. Are you serious? Are you serious? Look. The most valuable player... We take Paul George off of the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're done. And Brody averages Brody a quadruple averages double. a quadruple-double, and they make it They their eighth seed in the playoffs, get kicked out first round. Paul George <laughs> is the reason why this team is going this year. 30, he, the last few games, he's been averaging about 36 points. Come on, man! You can't tell me you can't tell me this guy doesn't deserve MVP right now. How many straight games is Harden have
1: forty points in? Fifteen, what, I think. 15? Now, I think he almost just scored eighty
0: tonight. No, he, I think, he, all so, else, he almost scored sixty tonight. So, so this man is out of control. Uh, what, but what did I? What was my argument? I said he dribbles the ball so much. He has the ball in his hand. His usage rate is so high. <laughs> of course, he's gonna have that. So much. he's a point guard. His usage rate is. We literally watched the game the other day, and what's his name? Doc Rivers' son. Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers is the is the actual point guard of the team. As soon as he gets the ball, he automatically passes it to James Harden. He doesn't even dribble, not one time. He catches, passes back to James Harden. I'm just like, yo, you're the point guard of the team, and you're giving it to James Harden. To the
1: best player on your team. To the MVP of the uh, league.
0: Uh, oh, of course James Harden is going to score 57. What was it, 57 points tonight? He's going to score that. Of course, because his team doesn't even believe in themselves. They're like, let's let James Harden carry us to the, to the finish line. They let's could use Carmelo right now, I think. I think they could use Carmelo too, to but, be honest with you. I guess that's neither Carmelo, Carmelo either. Is, uh, So
1: you got PG. I got Harden at this point, uh, And we'll see how it is. We can, we'll we can touch base on that later. We'll see that's how Adams,
0: but Because they're two dominant Bob players George right now. George for president. They are
1: two dominant players right now And that's not a surprise However, I want to know What's your biggest surprise about We're about halfway through the season, aren't we?
0: Halfway through the season Who's your biggest
1: surprise right now Or what is the biggest surprise in the National Basketball Association? The
0: biggest surprise in the National Basketball Association Is Luka Doncic I said it first here today Luka Doncic is the biggest surprise Of the uh, National Basketball Association Think about it Four teams passed up on Luka because they didn't believe he, because of his European background, they didn't believe he could actually pan out in the NBA. And today he is going to be the rookie of the year, going to make the all-star team, the first rookie to ever make the all-star team. And also, um, he may even carry his team to the playoffs. That's crazy. Luka Doncic, <laughs> you got my vote. <laughs> you got my vote. i put be- you in the all-star game. <laughs> I will tell you this, though. I've never seen a
1: step back and that looks so smooth other than, obviously, you know, except for when, when Jimmy Harden is doing his double step backs. <laughs> uh, Jimmy <I've, laughs> Luca's step back is so clean and so nice and so natural and fluent. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. beautiful. And what is he, twi- Is he 20 yet?
0: He's 19. He's 19. Um, first of all, Jimmy Harden's step back is a travel. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. And yes, Luka Doncic has the best step back in the league. That's not a travel. <laughs> let's call it. Let's call it how we see it. Um, nah, he's he's spectacular, man. I'm surprised so many teams passed up on him, and he's out here balling like this. Especially talking to him, just like getting getting like conversation from him and seeing what kind of person he is. He has the confidence of like the. Greatest of all time. Like, right. Just listening to him. Yeah. He's like, yo, I, I want a pink Lamborghini. I want, like, he says the craziest shit, but it's, like, crazy how good he is.
1: He's a, he's like a seasoned veteran at uh, at 19. I believe it's because of that. Everything, everyone was scared about that Euro, European League background, the Euro League background, but I think that's making him what he is because he's been in the fire yeah. since he was at a very young, young age, and he's handled himself. So you you can't call, uh you know... It's all bright with Luca trending up, but yeah. it's not going to work out with Dennis Smith. So something's going to happen there. We'll find out. I just don't believe those two are going to be able to work on the same team together because now I think
0: Luca's going to be more yeah, ball Luca's dominant a star player. Exactly. Uh, so when Dennis should actually been the star player. Right. Uh, Luca ended up being the star player, so they may actually give up Dennis. But I don't. Th- I honestly don't think they should, because every Batman needs its Robin. This is uh, true. But they they're probably gonna give up Dennis to see if they can uh probably get another star player this offseason like okay. uh uh Clay Thompson or uh you know somebody who can easily they got their center in Kevin Jordan Durant. right yeah yep yep so they're gonna see if they can get some blockbuster uh deal this this offseason see if they can get something crazy. What do you think is the biggest surprise of the season?
1: Absolutely. Um, how awesome the Sixers are and Jimmy Butler,
0: nah. <laughs> I love this. I love... You almost got me. You almost got me. You threw me for a I... loop. I was going to walk off set just now. <laughs> hey, I, I, I do believe
1: in that, though. I do believe Jimmy Butler coming to the Sixers, although there's a lot of question marks around that. I feel like that's going to be okay, at least for this season. You know, yeah. they'll figure it out afterwards. However, I believe um, we're going to move over to the Western Conference, you know, minus the Sixers here. Um, the Nuggets. I, I knew the Nuggets had some players on their team. You know, and then when you talk about how Isaiah Thomas is not playing, Michael Porter Jr. Do we know how good he's gonna be? Ooh, it's all, a lot of that is all about. They have height. a lot of
0: assets. I just you yeah, remember they him. have wow. a lot of assets,
1: and they're the number one team in the West, oh, and those guys aren't playing wow. uh, right. They have a lot of guys, and I think it all stems from the centerpiece right now, the Joker. Yeah. Uh, uh the he Joker. is. I don't get it. If I saw him walking down the street, I don't know if I'd see him as an MVP candidate, which I think he is right now as well, up there with with the Paul Georges and the James Hardens and the Greek freaks and the LeBron James is always going to be in that conversation right yeah but the nuggets 29 and 13 i believe last i saw uh number 1 in the west you know they're 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 ahead of the Warriors. they're ahead of all the all, all the western conference powerhouses really Jamal Murray i think Gary Harris is out Will Barton i know for a fact's been out cuz he's he's one of my fantasy guys and i've been hurting without him yeah they have ball players, and I think they're going to make some noise. I don't think this is a fluke, and maybe you get Isaiah back. Maybe Michael Porter doesn't even play. I don't even know if he's just what he is right now, but all I know is I think they're for real, and I, I enjoy watching them play. Uh, I watched them play the Trailblazers the other night, last night rather.
0: Do you know what their record was last year? I don't. Not off the top of my head. So, um... They missed the playoffs by like a game or so. They okay. lost to New Orleans. They missed the playoffs. So they were one of those like hovering teams that yeah. got 500 hovering. or something? No, no. In the West. Oh, West, teams yeah, were above exactly. 500, yeah. I'm thinking like, of the way East. Above 500, yeah. You know, we were the East boys. We <laughs> yeah. got the Heat, the Sixers. Yeah. Um, nah, so they were always one of those hovering teams. If they won like 10 games straight, they probably beat number one seed last year also. Um me, personally, I think it's a fluke. I think they're going to lose 10 games straight eventually, and then they'll be out of the playoffs, Um, especially with LeBron and Golden State, OKC. Okay, I think they're going to eventually, I think Joker will eventually fizzle out, to be honest with you. um, I just don't think it'll last, not with their team dynamic. Now, if it does, you got me, because I honestly don't think they're, their team is built for this kind of playoff run that they're about to be on we'll find out after the all-star break though we'll see how the team goes absolutely but i just don't think their team is actually built for uh such a huge run after the all-star break i think their team will fizzle out and end up being um if they make it to the playoffs they'll probably be either eighth or seventh seed in the playoffs okay um i think trouble well, I is just fall off this year though yeah i think trailblazers fall off this year so that's why i'm giving them kind of leeway to slide in yeah um i think dallas slides in also okay Um, yeah but yeah we'll see definitely i think that's a that's a pretty big um that's a pretty big uh surprise you threw out there um you're speaking about fantasy earlier what do you what uh what's your fantasy team looking like huh
1: so yeah so uh I know fantasy football's over, for all you wondering. I, I actually didn't participate in fantasy football this year. I wanted to take a back seat, kind of maybe enjoy it a little bit more, not worry about what player's doing this or that and what they aren't doing. Uh, fantasy basketball, however, I'm in the mix. I'm in two leagues, <laughs> and I'm going to win. And I'm going to win. This guy uh, says he's in the I, mix. I'll tell you what, though. I'm Man. riding a lot of Brody right now. Uh, I'm riding. I, I have Brody taking care of me. You know, he has a bunch of triple doubles under his belt. Uh, any given night, I have Steph Curry going off for 30, 40 plus, hitting 10 threes. Love it. Uh, even though I, I really can't stand the Warriors, unfortunately, even though they are what they are.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I love it. I mean, basketball is my thing, so I like to see, to find those little players that are Doing enough to get the job done, and and they're getting the minutes. They're getting little some steals, some blocks, some assists, and find it. So my teams are doing pretty good. And I mean, I could ask you about your team.
0: I already know that. I mean, I beat your team. Uh, in, so you just gonna throw matter. it out there. I'm just gonna throw it out there. You gotta I mean, throw it out there. You want to talk about my two K game? I'm gonna. What's your record in our league currently? I believe I'm eight and five. Uh, I think yeah, you're eight and five. You know what my current record you're is? You're nine and four. Nine and four. So. Um, if we calculate that properly, that means I'm sitting above you in the standings. That means you might not even make the playoffs if we started today. Uh let's so let's not talk shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell me about your team. Uh, what do you think? You, you you enjoy fantasy sports or what? tell me about uh, your basketball, oh, football. I know you were in a playoff run or whatever. I I love fantasy sports. Um this year for basketball I have in our league, I have Russell Westbrook, my starting point guard. CJ McCullough, my starting yeah. two-guard. De'Aaron Vox, my backup point guard. Terry Rozier, my backup point guard also. Joel Embiid stole him from the draft. Uh, starting center, he's a double-double machine. Uh, should be in consideration for MVP also. Um Yeah, man, my fantasy team is looking pretty good. I I picked pretty well. Um, The only thing I don't like is that some of the people within our um, fantasy league don't really participate as they should. Then it would be a little bit more competitive, and we'd see where our standings really sit. Um, But because they don't participate, it's kind of like... You get that easy easy win here and there, and and then you get that battle. Absolutely, yeah. It's tough to kind of gauge where you are in terms of the season and where you should actually be. Um, but in terms of fantasy football, I played fantasy football this year. We had a um, uh, so we had a $550 pot. Second place won $150, and first place would win $400. I made it all the way to the championship game just to lose. Uh, so I, I won the, the $150 pot, but you know it's okay because uh, I was beaten by the better team. My team. Just scrapped through the playoffs. I had receivers uh, take off, DeAndre Hopkins, Amari Cooper. They just helped me uh, throughout the season, so I'm blessed for that. But you know, it was it was disappointing. I didn't get first place, but second place is always uh as long as I win my money back and uh, plus a hundred dollars on top of that, it was always pretty good. Um, yeah, man, fantasy football was a lot this year. <laughs> it yeah. took a lot out of me mentally, so I understand why you're not while well, you sat out for a year. Right. Uh, hopefully you come back to take this out. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was agreeing with you until you said L. <laughs> uh, come back, take this out and um, we can enjoy, you know, my winnings.
1: <laughs> I don't believe that's going to happen, but I think I'll come back and, you know, have some fun because at the end of the day, fantasy sports is all about keeping up with the, the teams, the players, the sport in general, and the competition, right? Like, I like competing against my friends and talking shit and... Being able to, to battle against each other, so definitely. I can definitely see myself getting back into it, and I know we still got a long NBA season and yeah. the playoff run ahead of us. So, of you might see me jump ahead of you in that race. Or, uh, you know,
0: let's not let's
1: not go that far. I'm better than you. Better than you. <laughs> so he says, so he says, but that's still up in the air. So,
0: if the record says it, the record says
1: it. Well, you know, we'll we'll continue to revisit that as we continue to. Uh, go along on this journey uh with you guys with us again this is uh for you by us by us and this is slim and
0: nay this is what we have to say thank you for tuning in tune into our next episode we'll probably have it up sometime next week take care you guys absolutely thank you later